Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 and verse 9. Isaiah chapter number 58. Did you sleep? Verse 8 and verse 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Amen. And I want to talk to you today from this thought. Just do it. Just do it. Father, we praise you again this morning. Thank you so very much for your kindness, God. Thank you for your presence that we feel in this place, oh God. There's none like you, Jesus, and we thank you, Lord, for what we feel here today. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us, oh God. Lead us and guide us, oh Lord, today in all that you do, God. May you receive all glory and honor and praise and thanksgiving. And when we leave this place, we will know, God, that we have been revived by you. We thank you again today in Jesus' name. And you may be seated. Amen. Just do it. Amen. Usually when people hear this slogan or logo, they think about Nike because Nike uh, has chosen this to be their theme. And so he's talking about just do it. But in the beginning, it was let's do it. And then in a meeting, they came up with saying, Just do it. And in so many ways, this is what God is trying to tell us and get us to see through his word. He tells us that my thoughts are not your thoughts and your ways are not my ways. My thoughts are higher and my ways are higher. So when we read the word of God, we can't take it at face value in a sense to where we're going to understand it with our natural mind. Sometimes things that we read doesn't compute or come to fruition to give us an understanding at the onset. And so this is why we have to do it. This is why we're told to walk by faith and not by sight. The Apostle Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 27 through 29, he says, But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and the base things of the world, and the things which are despised have God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Notice what he says here, that God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the mighty, and he's chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. It, it doesn't compute. It doesn't make sense. But the God, when you understand God's ways are not our ways and his thoughts 
It's not our thoughts. Amen. You see, sometimes we might think, well, why don't this happen? It's not God's way. And so we have to realize that. Sometimes we be thinking, why won't God do it this way? God, if I was God, I'd do it that way. But he says, no, my ways are not your ways. It doesn't compute. I don't understand how God could take a stick and just say, hold it up. Uh, amen. Over the ocean and the whole ocean departs. Uh, and and split where people can walk through on dry grounds. Uh, and Moses was concerned when God says to Moses, I'm going to use you to deliver the children of Israel out of bondage. Moses is probably thinking in his mindset, how am I going to do this? Uh, somewhat kind of like Gideon was uh, when the angel appeared to Gideon behind the wine press. He calls them a mighty man of valor. And God says, I'm going to use you to deliver Israel from the hands of the Amidian. Well, Gideon began to think in his own mind, how am I going to do this? So what did he do? He went out and he got 32,000 people. Any man in his right thinking is going to deliver a, a nation. He feels he needs a military force uh, to be able to accomplish what he set out to do. But God tells him the next day, he says, Gideon, you got too many people. He says, you go out in the morning and everybody that's afraid, you tell them to go home. Well, he goes out the first day and says, okay, if you're afraid, I need you to go home. And 22,000 people left him. You know, now his mind is really bogged. And then God says, you still got too many. What? So God says, I'll tell you what, you bring him down to the river tomorrow morning and everyone that laps like a dog, I want you to put him over here. And everyone else said, D -d drink the other way, you put him over there. And when it's all said and done, there's 300 people left of that 10,000 people. And God says, with this 300 people, will I deliver Israel? It did not compute. It did not pass the common sense test in Gideon's mind. He still did not believe it. But see, God's ways are not our ways, and his thoughts are not our thoughts. And when God told Moses, by you will I deliver the children of Israel out of the hands of Pharaoh, Moses is thinking, well, I can't speak good. I don't have a force. How am I going to do it? And God says, what do you got in your hand? He says, I got a stick. He says, throw it on the ground. He threw it on the ground, and what happened? It become a serpent. Amen. It's a snake. And God said to him, take it by the tail. He reaches out and takes it, and he turns right back into the stick again. He says, take your hand and put it in your bosom. He sticks it in his shirt, under his, his robe. Amen. He pulls it out, and it's white as lepers. And God says, put it in again. He put it in, and he comes back out. Because God's ways are not our ways. See, it's, it's normal in this flesh to try to figure it out. Our ways, our sways, how, how we're going to do it. But God says, no, just do what I tell you to say, do. Just say what I tell you to say. He says, go ye therefore and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues if they take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, you shall not harm them. I don't know how it works. I'm here 
here to tell you because his ways is not my ways. He says, you go preach the gospel, and if people believe, amen, what's going to happen? They get power to become the sons of God. I don't understand how I could be drinking today and go to church on Sunday, get baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and don't have a desire for it anymore when I had a desire for it every day. His ways are not my ways. I don't understand. A person can be abusive and they can come in contact with Jesus Christ and the whole demeanor and everything about them change. You can be an alcoholic and come in contact with God and be gone from it just like that if God touches your life. I don't understand how it all works. Amen. But I do know His ways are not my ways uh, and His thoughts are not my thoughts. Uh, So I have to trust Him. I have to walk by faith and not by sight. Uh, The Lord told through Solomon, He says, go through the ant. Consider His ways. He has no leader. He has no guide. And what does He do? He gets His food in the summer and in the time of harvest. Amen. He's a feeble. He's so small. You look at the ant. He's weak. You can pick him up. You can step on him. You can kill him. But look how diligent he is. Look how he works. Amen. So God is trying to say through his creation, consider these things. My ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. They're so much higher than his, our ways and our thoughts. The Bible tells us in Psalms 113, verse 5 through 9, Who is like the Lord our God, who dwell on high, who humbled himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and in the earth? He raises up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the needy out of the dunghill, that he may set him with princes, even with the princes of his people. He maketh the barren womb to keep house and become a joyful mother of children. Think about it. His ways are not my ways. Who would ever think a poor person on the street corner could become, you know, a a king? Think about it. His ways is not our ways. I would have never thought I'd be a preacher. But his ways are not my ways. Who would have thought Esther, a little Jewish girl, being raised by her uncle, would become the queen of Israel? He lifted the poor out of the dust and the needy out of the dunghill. Amen. Who would have ever thought? Look at Joseph. Who would have ever thought he would rise, amen, to be the second in the kingdom of Egypt? God's ways, it didn't compute. It did not compute at all for that to happen. But God says, my ways are not your ways. When Joseph got his dream, amen, God didn't tell him, I'm going to take you into Egypt. You're going to go through all these things. He just says, your people are going to bow to you. And as a result, look how it all worked out. Uh, Amen. Because God's ways uh, are not our ways. Uh, We just got to do what he says. Amen. We just got to become doers of God's words and not hearers only. Solomon tells us, 
because in Proverbs 3, 3, 5, he says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Amen. You see, you've got to trust God. When God's word tells you to do something, you've got to do it. You can't lean to your own understanding or you'll miss the mark every time. You've got to be doers, James says, of God's word and not hearers only. It did not pass the common sense test for Naaman, amen, to be a leper, to hear the man of God says, go dip seven times in the Jordan River and you'll be made whole. Naaman began to say, he's taken in a different concept. How is this going to happen? Naaman says, I just knew the prophet was going to come out and clap his hands over me and say some magic words and I was going to be made whole. Not go dip in the dirty Jordan River. He says, there's cleaner rivers in Syria. Why couldn't I couldn't do it there? And he got mad and he was going to walk away. And matter of fact, the scripture says he left in a rage. And then the servant says, Master, he says, look, if he'd have asked you to do something great, you'd have did it. He says, how much more to go dip in the Jordan River? In other words, the servant says, just do what he says. You know, if he'd asked you to do something else, you'd have did it. How much more to get healed? And when he went and dipped seven times in the Jordan River, his flesh came back to him just like a little baby's flesh. His leprosy was gone from his body, but he had to do what the Word of God had sent him to do. And I've come to tell you and I today, we've got to do what the Word of God tells us to do. We can't lean to our own understanding because it will not pass the common sense test. If you try to do it your own way, it's never going to work uh, because God's ways uh, is not my ways uh, and neither is his thoughts uh, my thoughts. Uh, John writes in John chapter 2, uh, he said there was a marriage uh, in Canaan of Galilee and both Jesus was calling his disciples uh, to the marriage uh, and when they came they had no wine and Mary said to him, son they have no wine. Jesus said to her, woman what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. Mary just looked at the servants and said, whatsoever he say to you to do, you just do it. Uh, amen. And there was 12 water pots uh, along the front for the use uh, of the purification. In other words, uh, these 12 water pots was used for people when they came to wash feet so they could go into the house. Uh, and Jesus just said, filled them with water. And the Bible says the servants filled them to the brim. Amen. In other words, they ran them over. Praise God. And Jesus just says, draw out and bear to the governor of the feast. And when they drew out of that water and took it to the king or to the governor of the feast, he said to the bridegroom, every man always give the best wine first and save the worst for last. But you have saved the best. 
less for less. I come to tell you today, Jesus always has the best for less. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see dreams, dreams. And your old men shall see vision. And upon my servants and handmaiden will I pour out of that day of my spirit. And they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs in the earth beneath. Blood and fire and vapors of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness uh, and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord shall come. And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved uh, because His ways uh, are not our ways. Uh, He always saves the best for last. Uh, He's waiting on you and I to become a doer of His Word. Amen. And not just to hear only. We've got to listen to when God speaks to us. God says, my sheep know my voice, uh, and I am known of them. If God says run, you need to run. If God says jump, you need to jump. If He says leap, you need to leap. If He says dance, you need to dance. Don't lean to your own understanding. Just do it. Praise God. Amen. You sit there and you try to figure it all out. If God says clap, if he says run, don't be sitting there thinking, what is somebody going to think about me? You think the devil is going to tell you to run? You think the devil is going to tell you to praise God? You think he's going to tell you to testify and give glory and honor to God? It ain't happening. Amen. He's never, he wants you to be quiet in church. He don't want you to magnify God. He don't want you to glorify God. But when God speaks to you, when God touches you, and he nudges you, and says, get up and leap and shout. You need to leap and shout. Amen. As Jesus came to the to the pool, he said to the man, do you want to be made whole? He started giving him excuses. He says, do you want to be made Made whole, yay or nay? Just do it. It's what you have to be aware of here. Come unto me, all ye that are labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Hello? You tired? You fatigued? You weary? Amen. Notice what he said. Come. Just do it. And I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest to your soul. Amen. You've got to do it. It ain't going to happen any other way. You've got to follow suit with what God is telling you and me to do. Amen. We've got to be doers of His Word and not hearers only. We can't lean to our own understanding. Who would have ever thought as He told Joshua about the walls of Jericho? He says you walk around the wall one time a day for six days days and on the seventh day you walk around seven times and then everybody shout who's going to think a wall is going to fall by people walking around it and then shouting don't compute in our minds but in God's it does 
Amen. And it happened exactly the way God said it was going to happen. They had to do what God says in order for it to transpire. That's why those stories are written in this book for you and I. They're for our learning. They had to do what God says to get what God was trying to do. When they didn't, they didn't get what God was trying to do. That's why the Lord, when every time you notice, they says if God is with us, us, then why is all these evil things happening to us? And what does God come back and say to them? Because you haven't done what I told you. Think about it. Every time in Scripture, when they, evil things is happening to them and they question God, God says, because you ain't did what I told you. His ways is not your ways. His thoughts is not your thoughts. You just got to be a doer of his word. Amen. So that he will accomplish what he desires to accomplish through you and I. Amen. We've got to realize with the woman with the issue of blood, how many times do you hear about her? Oh, they says somebody told her about Jesus. That's what the scripture says. She spent all the money. She's got worse. And somebody tells about Jesus. What she said? Okay. If I can touch him, I'm going to be made whole. She says, if I see him, I'm going to do exactly what you said. And notice what happened. She got her opportunity. She touched him. And she was made completely whole. Amen. You've got to do what the Word of God tells you. He's got your best interests at heart. His ways are not your ways. His thoughts are not your thoughts. Isaiah goes on in 9 through 13 and says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and return not thither, but water the earth, and make it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the things whereunto I sent it. For ye shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before thee in the singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorns shall come up the fir tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the murder tree, and it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that will never be cut off. God's word will accomplish what he's sent it to do. That's why is there for it. He's got a purpose for his word. So he said, just do it. Amen. Do what the word tells you to do and you're going to prosper. You're going to get, amen, what God wants the word to do in your life. I don't understand it all. I promise you, I don't understand how a brown cow can eat green grass and give white milk. I don't figure that one out. Amen. But it happens because God's ways is not my ways and 
and his thoughts are not my thoughts. I don't know how ringing the nose brings for blood, but the scripture says that, and I believe it. I don't know how turning milk will bring for butter. Amen. But God says that, and so it happens. His ways are not our ways, and his thoughts are not our thoughts. I can't lean to my own understanding. I have to in every way acknowledge him. I don't understand how a man stretching his arms out on a whole rugged tree and bleeding for me to forgive me of my sins and give me salvation. I don't understand it all. But I know it happens. Amen. Because his ways are not my ways. And his thoughts are not my thoughts. I don't know how he's going to get me to heaven. But the Bible says, For the Lord shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. And those of us that remain shall be caught up to be with the Lord in the air. So comfort one another with these words. I just believe it. I do what God says to me to do because I'm going to a city where there be no more night, where Jesus is the light. The trumpet's going to sound and I'm going to be called away. I'm going to a city someday. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know when it's going to happen. He said it's going to happen. He said he'll do it if I do what he tells me to do. So I just do it. Praise God. I don't know how giving in the offering, admissions, saved someone in Africa. <laughs> His ways are not my ways. Amen. I don't know how it all happens. I just do it. I don't know how paying tithes, amen, in the, in the church offering, blesses. I, I, don't, I, I don't know how it happens. But he says, do it. I do it. Because that's what he said. And he says, I'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. And you people will call you blessed. I don't know how to, 10% of my check, amen, to give it to the church in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's going to open up the windows of heaven and bless me that I won't have room enough to receive it. I don't know how it works, brothers and sisters. That's why some people question it. You can't question God's word. You have to be a doer of God's word. You have to trust him with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. His ways are not my ways. I don't know how him taking stripes upon his body heals me, but I know that I believe what it says and I become a doer of God's word and not a hearer only. You've got to be a doer of God's word. If you want to prosper in this thing, lean not to your own understanding. Whoso offereth praise, glorifieth me. And to him that order his conversation aright, will I show the salvation of God. I don't know how it works. <laughs> Praising God, being on my best behavior, not only could save me, but if I got a lost kid. That's not serving God. It might save them too. Because he sees my desire to praise him. He sees my desire to do right. I don't understand it all. 
But we're going to understand it better by and by when the morning comes and all the saints of God are gathering home. We will tell the story how we overcome and we'll understand it better by and by. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. If you're here this morning, what have you been struggling with in your walk with God? Are you tired? Are you weary? Are you burdened? Are you fatigued? Now notice what God says. Come unto me, all ye that are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest to your soul. I'm not saying you've got to come down here. Okay? God says you come to me. So you can come to him right there where you are in that pew. Amen. You just forget about everything else around you and you just walk into your secret closet uh, and you just get a hold of God uh, and you just grab a hold of him and you cast your cares upon him because he cared for you and begin to tell him what you're going through. Begin to tell him what you're facing in your life uh, and let him give you rest. Uh, Let him restore to you the joy of his salvation. Let him restore to you that when the cakers and the caterpillars and the enemy of your soul has tried to destroy and take away. You need rest. You need to have the power and the strength to keep running in the things of Almighty God. Amen. This is a day for a breakthrough. I think it's time for you to break through in your heart, to have a breakthrough in your mind, to have a breakthrough in your spirit, to have a breakthrough in your soul. Amen. It's time to get out of of that old way, amen, and holding on to those old problems and old situations. Let God have his way in you today. Give him a chance, amen. His ways are not your ways, and his thoughts are not your thoughts. You can't keep leaning to your own way. It's not rewarding you. Trust God. Get out from that old way. Take a step from you. The Bible says a good man is satisfied from himself. Take a step from you and purpose. I'm clinging to God. I'm going to take hold of God today. I'm not going out of here the way that I came through those doors. I'm going out changed. I'm going out renewed. I'm going out refreshed. If you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, you can be baptized. For he that is baptized shall be saved. Amen. God desires to change you. His ways are not our ways, nor is his thought our thoughts. So just do it.